0: So today is Daf Kufman Vav in Shabbos. We are starting from the Mishnah about 10 lines down. So the whole Gemara today is going to be talking about making an opening in a barrel. So here the Mishnah starts with, you're allowed to break open a, a, a cask. So you have like a barrel of dried figs inside of a barrel and uh, you want to break it open. So you're allowed to break it open. You're not allowed to intend to make a keili. In other words... If you're doing a destructive mice of ruining the barrel, that's fine. But if you're trying to make an opening in a barrel so now it's more usable as a Kaylee, that's improving it and that's going to be a problem. They know from the chavis and you are not allowed to make a hole in the cork, the cork that's in a cask. So think of a cork in a bottle. But instead of in a bottle, you have in the cask the same thing. You have a hole and you plugged it with a cork. Yehuda, matim, you're not allowed to make a hole on the side. Gemara is going to explain exactly what this, what, what, the, what side of what, what we're talking about. a kuva if it was already it had a hole in it, and you wanted to plug it, you're not allowed to use wax, because there's a problem, you're going to smooth the wax, and that's a tolda of the malach of smoothing the hide of an animal. Amr Rabbi Yud Rabbi said, Rabbi Yuchim and Zaki was once in the town of Arab, and someone plugged a hole with wax in a, in a, in a barrel. Amr Chayshani if he smoothed the wax as he was applying it. So now, Amr Rabbi So when do we say in the beginning of our Mishnah that you'll have to break open a barrel in order to eat the dried figs? That's only talking about pressed figs. So in other words, you have the cake full of pressed figs around the barrel and you want to use like a knife or a sword to cut the barrel so only time you're allowed to use a knife or a sword to cut the barrel is if there's pressed figs inside. Why? Because since you need the knife to cut the figs anyway, or the sword to cut the figs anyway, so Mamela you're allowed to use it to cut the barrel. is But if you have loose figs where you don't need the knife or the sword to cut the figs, you just need them to cut the barrel, then you're not allowed to use the knife or the sword for that. And the Gemara is going to deal with why. Why not? Okay. But the Gemara will deal with that one. other isloi. You're not allowed to use it for loose figs. Maishey. But we have a briser that says, Reb Shemagam maybe Adam was a chavashal ya'inah, a person to bring a barrel of wine, a mataz, Reish, a besayif, slice off the top with a sword, put it in front of your guests on Shabbos, and you don't have to be worried for Chilul Shabbos. So you see that it is, Mutter. Simar so says, on eh, on. yeah, that, Rice like the Chemia Oh, it's a sheet of rem And the holds that clean nito, al which means in English, you're not allowed to use a keli on Shabbos except for the designated use. So, a sword or a knife that's using to cut things, like to cut the the, the 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 figs, you're allowed to use it. You're not allowed to pick it up to break open a barrel. That's not the normal use. Similarly, he would hold, you're not allowed to use the uh, knife to cut cut nuts. Because that's not the normal use of an, uh, to break open the, 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 the shell of the nuts. Because um, it's not the normal use. So that's the sheet of... So in our case, the only had to, you have to use it to co- cut open the, the, the barrel is if you're anyway going to use it because there's dried figs inside. But if there's loose figs, there's not a cake of figs that you need to cut, there's a bunch of loose figs, you wouldn't be able to use the sword on the barrel. So the Gemara is going to ask the obvious question. Why are we pushing ourselves into a corner by saying that it's Reb just say it's the Rabbonah. Why are we forcing the Mishnah to be like Reb Nechem and then you have to say that the case is only where it was pressed figs. Look at my bim this Let's learn our Mishnah like the Rabbanah, and even loose figs. You can cut it open with a knife. The says, Because you're going to have a problem with the word in the Mishnah. Because my area the Tana Why would the Tana and our Mishnah teach figs? Why figs? Listen, to parents. you should teach produce, any type of produce that you have in the barrel. Why Dafka figs? Elishmami no so Reb is saying that Rebaisha was bothered. Why does the Mishnah say figs? must be there's something different about figs than other produce. So therefore, he said that that Mishnah, our Mishnah, is going like Reb Nechemya, and that's why it has to be talking about a case of figs. Okay, Tanya Chada. So right now, going to bring another case where we had a, a stira, and we're going to answer that one of the sides of the stira is Reb Nechemya. Tanya Chada. So we learned in one, you can untie ropes of baskets. So you have like wicker baskets with... with um, um, covers, okay, and the covers were tied together. You're allowed to untie the ropes that are keeping the baskets together. And you can also um, unravel them or cut them. Okay, the tiny educh, so that's one brahis, it says you're allowed to cut them. Another brahis is you're allowed to untie them. You're not allowed to cut them. it's a like, Nitanya, Reb Nachem Ya'omer, a filo tarvad, a filo talis, a filo saken, even a spoon, a talis or a knife. Ain't itol and elitzurk tashmishon? You're only allowed to use them for their regular use. So in this case, you do not allowed to take the knife to cut the the, the 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 rope around the basket. That's not the normal use of a knife, and therefore would be awesome. Okay. Now, boyim mineri Reb Sheshes. Ma'ol le'mivras chavisa beverta b'shapso. What about sticking a a spear? Okay. So you have a a, a barrel. Okay. So let's say here you have a barrel of wine, okay? And you want to take a spear and you want to cut, you want to shove a spear into the barrel and now the water is going to start pouring out of the, the wine rather, is going to start pouring out of the barrel. So the Gemara says, Do we say what's the what's the what's the problem? So here's the the, the, the two s- s- Do we say that the person is o- making a new opening and therefore it's going to be aser, right? Because that's uh, makavipatish. You're making a keli. You're not allowed to do that. Or, Manola, he wants to ma- make his guests feel that he's very being very generous with the wine, but he's not intending to make an opening, and therefore it's going to be ripsheh, No, the stomach He's doing is it to make. you are talking about. Are so talking about on the top of the barrel or is it on the side? Of the on the barrel? side, on the side of the barrel. I Yafo is on the side. Yeah, is because it's going to start. Things? It's going to start pouring. It's going to start pouring out. It's going to start pouring out when you spear. When you spear here, if you have wine in this barrel and you spear it, the 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 wine's going to start right. pouring out. That's going to be the Ein that everyone's going to see? Oh, he's pouring out wine, and you know, it's oh, it's 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 an open bar night, you know. Okay, so. Uh, <clears throat> So Mustami means to make an opening and therefore it's awesome. May say, so they had a problem from a braise, and the Brah is a very maybe Adam Khovitchal Yayin that a person allowed to bring a barrel of wine, a mat is and cut open the top with a sword. Now, if cutting open with a sword is Mutran, then what's the problem with a spear? Sigmar so says, yeah, but there's a difference. line by the sword. When you're cutting open the whole top with a sword, so that is definitely ayin yafa because you're allowing more wine out of the barrel. When you cut open the whole top of the barrel, it allows more wine when you pour it to escape. As opposed to ayin when you stick a spear in, it only makes a small hole. And if you really want to do ayin yafe by showing that you are allowing wine to really flow, with tuchem, oh take off the cork. The cork According to the Gemara's understanding now, the spear is only going to make a tiny hole. The cork is a bigger hole, so if you want to show Ayin it, just uncork the, the barrel and let the wine start pouring out of the spigot, and that's okay. So, Mastama, if you're spearing it, it's not Ayin Yafit, so you're intending to make a new opening for this barrel. If you're making a new opening for the barrel, it's Maghava Patish and it's awesome. Then we said like this, from the gufa We're not allowed to um, make a hole in the... One second. Okay. A from a So He said, "You now want to make a hole in the cork." I'm said, is when the hole is in the top of the cork." Okay. But in making a hole in the side of the cork, according to everyone, it's going to be asr, because there you're certainly making a because um, there you're making a new a new type of opening. In other words, to remove the cork. So if you have, think of think of a regular bottle of wine, right? When you have a bottle of wine, you pop out the cork, no problem. You're reopening an opening that already existed, right? The wine bo- bottle was open. You sh- somebody, the the, the 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 production company shoved in a cork, closed it up. So by removing the cork, you're merely reopening it the same way. But when you make an opening in the cork itself, is that a new opening? That's what the Gemara is saying. So here, in our case of a barrel, but similar idea, when you have a cork in the barrel, if you're going to make an opening on top. There's going to be a machleikes, whether that's an opening, a new opening, or or, a sim, or the same opening. But on the side, it's definitely considered a new opening, and therefore it's going to be a problem. and that's what the Tan and the Mishnah means when he says, You're not allowed to do it on the side. In other words, according to Revuna, on the side means on the side of the cork. V'chizdam or learns it differently. may not sad. No. The machleikes is they're both arguing whether you're allowed to make a hole in the side of the cork but on top of the cork, everyone holds that it's What does the Mishnah mean when it uses the strange lush of "don't make a hole on the side"? Is talking about the barrel itself? Don't make a hole in the side of the barrel. Uh, um, Right, make, don't make a hole in the side of the barrel because there you're making a new opening like the spear case you make a new opening in the side of the barrel that's a problem but to make any sort of opening you want in the cork it's not going to be a problem you're not allowed to make a new hole in a kelly on Shabbos but if you want to enlarge an existing hole you're allowed to The others say you're not allowed to add the but everyone agrees that you're allowed to open an old hole which is exactly what I was talking about the case of the cork Right, the case of a cork, or you have a bottle of soda. So when when the bottle of soda, there's an opening there. I'm not getting into a can on Shabbos. Let's not talk about that. But a bottle of soda, the opening was already there. So the production company shoved on a cap. You're reopening a cap. So Mimela, that's okay according to this time. Tanakama, according to the Tanakama, why can't you open a new hole on Shabbos? Because you're making an opening which is makibapatis. Okay? Now, but oh, enlarging it is also part of making a keli. By you're making a bigger hole, you're also, it's called, uh, if you're finishing a keli, you're improving, rather you're improving the keli, which is a problem. So really he says, any hole, the for making a hole on Shabbos and a keli, has to be a two-way hole. Things can get in and things can get out. So the example the example would be if you make an opening in a, in a in a box. So you make an opening in a box. You want to put things in the box. You want to take things out of the box. When you make an opening in a in a barrel of wine, you, there's only the wine's only going one way. It's coming out. So minatayra, it's not an usher. It's not usher, an and therefore he holds that, that's going to be okay. So I, mean, I tell you, you're allowed to enlarge an existing hole. Aye, if you're allowed to enlarge an existing hole, so why does the Tanakama hold that you can't make a new hole to begin with? If it's, again, it's a one-way hole in with it's not a problem. For who The Rabbanan will be worried about the case of a chicken coop. In a chicken coop, you make a hole. Okay, you make a hole in the chicken coop, don't think of the wiring coop that we have today, but think of a coop where the whole thing is one piece of material and you pop holes in it. Why are you popping holes in it? So most people would think you're popping holes to let air in for the chickens, but it's really a a two-way hole. You're also popping holes to let the vapors, the vapors that are gonna kill the chickens out, to let the stink out. So, it's really a two-way hole, but people think it's a one-way hole. So, the rabbi it zeri, you're allowed to make one-way holes on Shabbos or to the chicken coop. Because people are going to think, oh, you can make a hole in the chicken coop. So, the you're not allowed to make a hole. According to Tanakh make a hole. But to enlarge, you're allowed to enlarge. People don't make chicken coop holes larger. Why not? Because you're going to let the predators in to eat the chickens. Right? Uh, You're going to have rats and you're going to have moles and you're going to have weasels that are going to climb into the chicken coop and eat the chicken, so therefore no problem according to the time of enlarging. The so according to the Eishayimim, what's the problem. Because Sometimes the chicken coop originally is not the right size. And you might mistakenly come to enlarge the hole on Shabbos and therefore they made it even to enlarge holes on Shabbos. Again, one-way holes. Now not allowed to enlarge an existing hole. But everyone agrees, you're not allowed to reopen an existing hole that's only in a place You make a hole in a place Where you want to keep the wine tasting good Okay, so you want to seal in the, the You're plugging a hole Where you want to keep the, 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 the wine preserved But if you want to strengthen the barrel Itself, that is awesome That's going to be awesome Okay, so how do we know what's the differentiation between strengthening the barrel versus keeping in the aroma so the Gemara says it all depends where the hole is if it's above the barrel above the wine level then right no wine's getting out the only purpose to make a hole is you don't need to enforce the barrel the only purpose of making a hole is uh, I'm sorry plugging a hole rather is not to seal the barrel but rather to keep in the aroma but if it's below the level of wine where wine is going to seep out and obviously, you're obviously intending to reinforce the, the barrel, and that's going to be a problem. Rav Amarav says, no, even below the wine level, is where a wine would drip out, it also is possible that you're preserving the wine. Why? Because on the side, it's not, the pressure is not building up on the side of the barrel that you need to reinforce it. So what is the chazik? What is the strength in reinforcing the barrel? That's underneath, on the bottom of the barrel. On the bottom of the barrel, where the shvarim, where the dregs of the wine are sitting, that's where the most pressure is on the barrel, and if you're reinforcing a hole on the bottom of the barrel, that's called the chazik. But anywhere on the side, even below the wine level, is going to be okay. There's even a briser like you. It says like this, if you have a house that was sealed, so you have a bias for the entrance to a chazer, and you sealed it, even though you sealed the, the, the door, okay, so you remove the door and you put in cement. So even though you sealed the door, but if you left the doorway, then you still get the Dalit that's around the doorway, okay, you're still entitled to that. But if you tore down the whole frame of the wall and you cemented it in so that you can't even tell there's a doorway in Le'ab Amas, you don't even get the Dalaramas, It's considered that there's no entranceway there anymore. So similarly when it comes to toma So when you have a kever which is sealed, completely sealed we know that toma pushes through. Okay? If, it's, if there's no room to go, it goes out. And now it does it go out, But assuming this is a, a kever, it also goes dalad amas on the sides. So if you walk within dalad amas of a kever sasam, you're going to be tamik. Now, let's talk about a house. A house that has an entranceway, the tumah could go out through the entranceway, and therefore, it's not called sasam. But what happens if you sealed in your house on all four sides? So now there's a dead body inside, it's a sasam, it's a sasam, tumah's going to penetrate up, and tumah's going to penetrate out the side. So the gemar's going to say, it's the same thing. It depends if you broke away the doorway. Even if you sealed up the entrance, but if you left the doorway, the tomb is not going to break through. So let's see. So saw some a mitame calls closed up house. Even if you closed up the entranceway, but you left the doorway intact, that's not mitame on all sides. Pares says patsima, But if you door down, you tore down the frame of the door, mitame calls vivav. Then if you if it's mitame, not only pushes through, but even on all four sides of the house. And if you walk within Dalinamas, you are considered mitame to a mace, and you cannot touch toma or kachim. Now, what do you see? You see that it's only when you permanently you do a good sealing, which is not just closing up the entranceway, but breaking away the doorway and doing a full sasum, a full sasum. That that's considered sealed. So too, abai says, I'm going to bring the raya from that to you. That the only type of reinforce that's considered reinforcing. For Shabbos purposes, a good one on the bottom, a, a strong reinforcing on the bottom where the pressure is building up. But it's time to do a small one on the side. It's like the equivalent of closing up a door without destroying the doorway. Okay. so what about putting a spigot in a hole of wine? Wine. Now, we don't just mean a spigot like we use. We're talking about here a spigot that's made from a, a reed. Okay, so you have a hole in the barrel and you want to put a reed there so that when you put the reed, now the wine flows down the reed. So Rav asked Shmol Shmuel Shari. So Rav said it was. It was us, said it was okay. Mechatich lechatchila. Now cutting a reed, mechatchila is definitely a problem. Dukuli pligi pligidas. Everyone holds that it's aser. Adure. If it was already cut to size and it fell out, dukuli amale pligi Everyone holds it's mutter. Ki pligi When did I argue the chatich v'le misakna? You cut it, but you didn't trim it. You, you severed it, meaning from from uh, you cut you cut it off from the plant so that you designated it to be a spigot, but you never measured it. Okay. Manda Asar, according to Rabu says We're Del We worried that maybe you're gonna cut the reed in the first place. In other words, even though you cut it but you didn't stick it in yet, so maybe it's not the right size. So when you stick in the, the reed, you're gonna to come to trim it further, and therefore you're not allowed to do it. And they said that the khamim made no such gazera. Now this is like a machalekistanoyim that we had you're not allowed to cut a tube to use as a spigot on a barrel on yantiv. Vayin sarach lema and certainly you're not allowed to do it on Shabbos, obviously, because Shabbos is always more chamer than yantiv. if it fell out machzir and ice b'shabbes, then you could put it back in on Shabbos. Vayin and certainly on yantiv. Reb Yosheh meko. Reb Yosheh says that he it's 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 okay. So, which case, when we say Rabbi Yosha is maker, what's he makel on? If he's being maker on the reisha. So, the Tanakama said that you're allowed to cut a tube, but, I'm sorry, you're not allowed to cut a tube, but if it fell out, you could put it back in. Now, if you're telling me he's arguing on the Tanakama, Hakamisaki Mana. Now, the Tanakama said you're not allowed to cut it because you're fixing uh, Kaylee. So he holds that Rabbi Yosha is makil. you're allowed to cut and fix a keli, it's mark of a Of course it's not okay. El safe you're going to tell me that he's uh, he's being makil on the sefer. The sefer that says where it fell out you can put it back in. But th- what do you mean he, he's making? Oh, Tanakama says also oh, you can put it back in. Tanakama Nami Mishra kashari. he also said you can put it back in. Ella rather, there's a machlaikas here between Rabbi Yosha and the Tanakama that's implied. So, Ella the machlaikas, the implied machlaikas between him and the Tanakama is a case where you cut it but you didn't measure it yet. Marsava Gazrina on one hand, the other holds that there's a against putting it in the because you might come to trim it on Shabbos. Marsava Gazrina on the other hand, the other holds that. Uh, that, that there was no gzeer in that case and that same achloikas between Reb Yosheh and the Tanakh is the same achloikas that Rav had with Shmur. Darshim shin shem reid yavidim shmeid Rebbe Yachana lachak Rebbe lachak Reb Yosheh you could as long as you cut it and you, and, and you believe it's the right size you can stick it in as a spigot even though you didn't measure it even though you didn't try it out uh, before Shabbos. if it was already a hole and you wanted to plug the hole you're not allowed to use, uh, plug the hole with wax. Mishcha, if you have thick oil, Rav Asar shmol shari. Manda osar, according to Rav, who says osar gazrinan mishim shava. They osar thick oil because you may mistake it for wax. Manda shari lo gazrinan. According to Manda, no such gazera. Amar leir shmol baram barachano le Rebbe mishcha shari. That you, Rabbi Yosef, told us Mishfeirish in the name of Rav, that thick oil is really mutter, not like that Rav was previously quoted as saying it was osar. Amar so, Tavis Rishba Shmuel. So Tavus Rishba Rishba means Rishba means nets. So apparently this guy was a hunter. So Tavus the hunter, said in the name of Shmuel, that that they had the practice of using a hadas, a hadas leaf. Now we're all familiar with the hadas leaf. It's slightly. You know, it has that little uh, curvature in the middle. And what you want to do is you want to fold down the flaps. So the hadas is like this. And you want to fold it down so that it, it functions as a spigot. It's Aser to do it on Shabbos. He says, it's a because it's you might make a gutter. Just like if you're going to start folding down leaf of the of the hadas, you also might come to make a gutter because that's a, is a, for the wine barrel. So in other words, you're going to make a, reg, take a regular metal or wood implement and stick it in the barrel doing the same thing functioning as the hadas. So Teisvah says, well, why is that different than the reed? Teisvah says that the reed is naturally shaped like a spigot and therefore it's okay. The hadas is not naturally shaped that way and therefore you're going to have to do something to shape the hadas to curve it downward and therefore you're going to mistake it for a gutter. Ravashi no, the, the is not because of a gutter. Xer Shami Yiktam, you're gonna to come to flick off from your hadas on Sukkis other when you're done with it, other other leaves. So maybe what's you can When you plucked off your whole hadas, so your son did you a tiva after your he plucked off your whole hadas. And now you have a spigot. I'm sorry, you have a hole in your wine and you wanna use yahadah sleeves. So there there's no problem with Shema yikton. and you have a whole bunch to choose from. So there, according to Ravashi, it's gonna be okay, but according to Rav Marmi Difti, it's still gonna be Xira that you might come to make a better gutter, which is a better implement. Besad you, what about felt padding? So they had a if you have like a big piece of felt material and you wanna transport it on shambas. Now, obviously you can't carry it in your hand. The question is you're gonna wrap it around yourself like a shawl, or like a robe. Is that mutter? Do people wear such things? So, Rab, Asr, Shmul, Shari. Rav says, Asr, Shmuel says mutter. Now, Karakin, if it's really soft, that normally people use it as material. De kuli Amalei Pligi, de Shari, right? So, if people in those days wore felt clothing, it's obviously going to be mutter. But and if it's very stiff, then the Amalai, Pligi, de osr, nobody wears it. So, obviously, it's Asr you're carrying. Ki, mitzi, it was in the middle, right? It's 50% hard and 50% soft. Kamasli. the guy who says Asr, Rav, holds that People that uh, people don't normally wear it like, like that in that way, clothing medium, medium, so uh, we'll call it medium felt, and therefore it's a masoi. I'm not just the Mexican No, he holds no that it looks like you're wearing clothing, and therefore. Rashmul says it's okay. Now the Gemara now says that we never actually heard Rav say that medium felt was Usr, but we implied it from a story. We never learned this explicitly that Rav said it was Osir. We inferred it from his story. What happened? The Rav once came to sit in a spa and there wasn't any room for him, right? Nobody made room for him on the bench. So, so he moved over to a Carmelist to sit down and schmooze with the other Rabbanim. So the students saw him sitting on the floor and they didn't felt it was bakavadik for Raf to sit on the floor. So they carried into the Carmelis this type of felt padding and lo yasa, he didn't want to sit on it. So he stayed on the floor. So somebody who saw Raf sitting on the floor said, Oh, he holds that felt is as asr. Since we carried it by wearing it like a shawl, he holds that that was inappropriate to do even into a Carmelis And therefore, it is usher to carry the medium felt. But actually that's not the case. Rav really felt that it's really mutter to go out with the medium felt. He was sitting with his other Amirayan buddies. So what's Makavadik? He's going to sit on a felt, on a chair and padding and they're going to sit on the ground so that's why he didn't move himself. But really it has nothing to do with uh, with whether uh, the medium felt is okay, and really, Rav holds that medium felt is okay. You could wear it like a shawl. Well, my neo and the Gemara wants to know. So, who are these other Amirayim that he was sitting with? They were really his talmidim, but because they achieved such a level in, in their in their in their learning, they were like sort of chaverim to him. In that he showed them this covered that he didn't want to sit on a chair in front of them if they didn't have. A, a proper cushion to sit on. Okay, let's see the Mishnah a little bit. We'll go with Mishnah a little further. Nice and So you're allowed to put a cooked dish in a cool pit to dry, to cool off. You could put good water. Let's say you have good water, but it's warm, and you want to put it into stale water to cool off, you're allowed to do it. And the Gemara's going to ask that both of these Halachas are obvious. What is the Mishnah teaching me? The Mishnah continues. You could put cold water into the sun in order to warm it up. Somebody who's, let's say, he got wet. Okay, he got caught in a in a um, in it's in not a tsunami, in a uh, whatever a rainstorm. Okay, so So, he's allowed to walk in them. You don't have to worry that people are going to think he did laundry. Okay, when you got to the outermost chotzer. In, your, in the city where it's mutter to carry, then you could spread them out and dry them in the sun. Have a light connected on but you can't do so in front of people. And uh, the Gemara is going to get to, hold on a second, if it's Marisayan problem, Marisayan doesn't matter if people could see or not. So the is going to ask that question. The first Gemara says, Pshita, what are you telling me? You could stick a cooked dish into a pit. Pshita, it's obvious. What's the problem? There's no Malacha there. The Gemara says, No, we're worried that made when you stick it in the pit, you're going to notice Right, like when 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 you um, you notice things, so you can notice there's a little hole in the bottom of the pit. You're gonna smooth out or fill in the hole, and then you're gonna be over of building. So therefore, kamash No, we don't have to worry that when you're sticking your food in the pit to cool it off, that you're gonna start smoothing out the bottom. You could put good water into cool water again. Pshita. That's, that's obvious. No I need it for the sefer. which is gonna teach me that it's mutter to do it in the sun. In fact, the Gemara okay, but everyone knows you can't. You can. It's mutter to cook by the sun the sun is not is is um is not the chama. the sun is not age right as we know today it's a bunch of nuclear reactions going off and it's not it's not it's not fire so the Gemara says no I might think that you may come to bury it in ashes to bury it in ashes to do hatman in ashes is definitely cooking so you might confuse cooking in the sun with cooking with ashes Kamashvalon the Mishnah says no that no xero was made so the Gemara then said Mishinishru if you were caught in the rainstorm it's more to spread them out Hold on a second. I feel right. The Rav said that even it's also to uh, do uh, something that's osur for Marasayan, even if no one could see. Tanan, because we learned in the Mishnah. of So how could our Mishnah say not like Rav? How could our, or rather, how could Rav say not like our Mishnah? How could Rav say that you even Marasayan is osur even if the Mishnah clearly says it's not a problem? you spread out in front of the sun. Have a So here you have a price that clearly says that there is a machlokes between the tanoi—whether Maris applies when other people can see or not. Shvayach.